Hi, everybody, and welcome to John Hennigan's Old Time Radio Show. So glad you could join us. It's going to be really terrific. we got some really wacky, zany old records for you tonight. Boy, oh boy. It's, it's going to be a swell time. <laughs> Third, two thousand sixteen. We were in the record room of R. Crumb, and what was that we just heard? That was the Patriot Association Orchestra from Ethiopia. That was nice. Recorded in the nineteen fifties by HMV. Really nice. I'd like to find more Ethiopian music. It's from that period. It's all very interesting and 
something very special about it. It's not exactly like other African music. Yeah. It's not like North African with Arab influence. It's not like that at no, all. And it's not, not like close to that. No. Not so much like most other sub-Saharan African music either. It's no, special not, not unto itself. Yeah. It was really interesting. Yeah, it's kind of a, a special place, Ethiopia. Yeah. I don't know much about it. I'm sorry. I can't tell you too much information. Don't you dare apologize. <laughs> but uh, if anybody out there has any information, I'd love to hear it. Yeah, send it to me via email and post it up. So I thought we'd uh, listen to a couple more. I only have a few of these Ethiopian records. They're really hard to find. So I thought we'd play a few of those in a row. They're, they're all fairly different from each other. Okay, cool. So let's hear another one. Before, but it was an Ethiopian record on HMV. Right. 
That was Asafa Abata with choir. We take a look at that. It's also from the 50s. That was really nice. You have Ethiopian records, John? No, I, I don't. I don't hear you, you playing anything that sounds like that. You have that one Abyssinian record, right? Oh, yeah. That's you don't a even great know what one. you have. Someone's getting pissed off. I just off. got this one recently, John, that, one that I already have, and I alerted him to that was on uh, eBay or something. Uh-oh. Edit that part out. <laughs> tell the secrets. Yeah, it wasn't on eBay. You'll never find any. So... Yeah. While that record was playing, Eden had suddenly appeared in the chair next to us. <laughs> yeah. But Eden's she could back. just as suddenly disappear, so. I could. You should see what's going on out there. What is it? Is it crazy? Is it amazing? Is it sick? Well, the guy made these really big puppets, you know? The big puppets. And they're yes. all laying on the ground. Sounds. Because they apparently we missed the fireworks and a procession of big puppets going over the bridge. Which uh-huh. actually would have been cool. But, um. Would have been amazing. Amazing, but now the puppets are laying on the ground and they're showing movies and people are wasted and dancing. They're wasted, wasted. Always. People are wasted, so it's amazing. It's amazing when people get wasted. That music is not coming from there. What music? Music inside your head, being brought about flute. by the spirit that you've been There's contacting. I have been contacted. Yeah, that's the music they're playing down there is like American. They're playing like a what was it a. I can't remember. Why don't you tell the people about uh, the spirit you've been talking to? How happy you are about that? Well, he's picking <laughs> well, on the I'm record. Well, I'm happy. Yeah, Robert has this uh, crystal pendulum. He says he talked to the spirit with it for a long time. Yes, I went through my pendulum phase about I don't know. When was that? Around 2005 or something. 2005, Robert got. About 10 years ago. <clears throat> obsessed with this uh, spirit and you know you hold this crystal pendulum up on this thing and it says yes or no and then what do you, you mean know, it says the, yes or no the paper sorry and then you hold it up over this paper as still as you can it swings one way or the and other it swings one or the other and i was annoyed because i feel like i have some kind of psychic ability sometimes according to john i definitely do but john's crazy so who knows but um <laughs> So always a personal attack. <laughs> I'm personally attacking you. Ow! Well, you. Ow! 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 You love it, but um. <laughs> so you know, and then it, it, we did it the other night on my suggestion. I wanted to have a séance, but nobody is into that except for me. And um, <laughs> the one, the pendulum worked for Robert. I mean, I saw it swinging, and he wasn't moving his hand. So, and then it worked for John also, which really pissed me off. <laughs> And then I tried it, and I I, uh, it I really dead. wanted it to work for me, and it was like a still. It couldn't be any stiller. It was, it was like yeah. totally dead. And well, then Robert even went. Back and then Robert to it and went back, and he's like, "Is there a reason why you're not speaking to Eden?" And it was like, "Yes, yes, yes." It was yeah, like very strong. Taunting, super strong. And John said it was scared of me. I thought it might have been scared of your uh, psychic abilities. Why? It should be happy. But um, well, we then Robert lent me this work. thing, and I was kind of forgot about it. And then I tried it <clears throat> last night and the night before, and it did work. And I was by myself, and I turned off the lights, and I was speaking very politely to it, which John made fun of. And John even has a video of me talking to it. But um, yeah, I mean, I know I know that Robert and John are not. Does anybody want a little drinky winky besides me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can pour me just a, a little teensy winky. Yeah, give me a shot of the top shelf stuff. You guys are getting wasted. Ah, yes. 
It's like absinthe, I think. <laughs> you drop some acid and they got absinthe. And Come on. I got mushrooms. K2. Just, just a little schnapps after dinner. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so bizarre if I walked in here and you guys were wasted. 78 strewn all over the room. But anyway, the pendulum's been working for me. and well, Now uh, I think that the, happy. the original resistance of the pendulum was a, a good spirit protecting you. Yeah. Didn't want you to get involved in the, with, you think with the, one the bad I'm spirits that will use you and exploit you. Yeah, that's the same thing that I'm afraid of with you. I asked if it meant if it meant do me any harm, and it was kind of like swinging like in between, like <laughs> oh, like God. it sort of said no, but it wasn't exactly. And I said, well, that is not. A I good said, sign is there any spirits that considering could liars. use this pendulum to do me harm? And it was just kind of like in a circle, like I don't know. And yeah. I was like, does this mean you can't speak for all spirits? And it said, yes, yes, yes. That's right. So it was kind of saying that there was danger. Often you, you have to. Um, you kind of have to practice at what kind of questions work with it. Because if you say, "Is are you out to do me harm? It's not going to say yes. Of course it's not going to say yes. Well, it doesn't matter what it says. Because if it says no, it's either lying or it's truthful. So you know, th those questions aren't going to work anyways. I mean, any spirit that was out to hurt you would lie to you. It's like the old, you know. Maybe it can't lie when it's speaking through the thing. Well, but, you know, I asked if it lived in... Sove and said yes. I asked if it died in the house. It said no. Well, I asked if there was a spirit world, if there's something after death, and it said yes. Yeah, I went through those questions like yeah, that. Yeah, and then and then I just like kind of couldn't think of any questions to ask it. But <laughs> and I wanted to call John to come up to like show him. But one thing, yes, last night when I used it, I tried to videotape it with my phone just to have it, because you know John got a you got a video of. Robert doing it and and you doing it and me doing it but and um it stopped immediately and I said you know do you want me to not do that and then it didn't answer and I said I'll never videotape again is it okay if we still speak and it said yes yes but I have to say it never swings quite as enthusiastically as like when I saw Robert and John but it definitely was going I mean you saw it right what about John? me that shit went crazy for me man yeah it was not because it knows I'm a you know <laughs> I'm an astral traveler, so it really wants your energy. Well, yeah. the first part, I, you're an ass. I agree with that. <laughs> so you know, now I don't know. I have to, you know, be very polite to it, and I have to think of what I want to ask it. And I, I don't really have any questions. I'm just interested in it. I don't. There's nothing pressing on my mind. Like John wants to know where all the seven meets. Also, you don't know how to ask it questions. No offense, but you know. Takes practice. Yeah, it's it's difficult, but why? What did I do wrong? Because I'm you're not doing anything wrong, but you're just asking it questions that, you know, like is it good or bad? Or is it going to hurt you? Like those are useless, anyways. You know, what things... would you ask? You saw what I asked it. We were about aliens or some shit like that. No, I, I just asked it very simple questions. I got the hell out of there because I'm not stupid. What did you ask? I don't even remember. It was the same questions. <sighs> well. The most interesting answers that you get are trying to find out who it is and what it is. Yeah. You know, where do you come from? Are you, like to ask it, you know, is there a spirit world outside of, you know, this yeah. this living world that we live in? Yeah, And yeah, then you sure. investigate from there in a yes or no way. Yeah. And that, that part of it was interesting. But, I, you know, you get... Sometimes I realize after practice with it that some questions it can't answer because it's the wrong question, you know. So it's not, it doesn't have a... It can't answer it. I asked if it took a lot of energy to communicate with me through the pendulum. 
and it said yes, and that's when it swung the most. Huh. I said, it's, I said, is this, huh. is this draining your energy? Is this something, you know? And it said it would continue to do it, enjoy doing it, but it said it took a lot of energy to, to do it. Hmm. So I thought my questions were good. You were only there for like 10 seconds, John. But the thing is, like, where yeah, is it true. getting its energy? It's yeah, actually, I, didn't, I didn't ask. It's getting that. its energy from you to some degree is the thing. That's what uh, the stuff, I, you know, investigative stuff I've read about it from these, like, mystical, uh, you know, societies, like the Theosophical Society that deal with this kind of stuff. They claim these spirits that you contact through Ouija board or pendulum or whatever... They have a lot of energy. It can well, take some. They're partly they're taking energy. They're they come to life through your energy, through your magnetic energy that helps them clarify their existence somehow. Hmm. Stim, you know, it stimulates their existence. Just like if you took a, if you got were hooked on amphetamines or something, you get jacked up. You know. So they want to keep, <laughs> keep your attention, what, however, by flattering you or telling you what you want to hear or whatever, just to keep you involved with him. And when Edgar Cayce, you know who he is? He was a, a spirit um, channeler, a very yeah. famous spirit channeler. And he was like, he got so involved in it and the spirit was so strong, this, quote, angel that he was the channeling, that... You know, he was like using it to heal people, to tell people what was wrong with them. The, cha the channeled being would, if someone would come to him who was sick, and the channeled being would tell him exactly what was wrong with the person, you know, and da da da. So, but the angel also warned him, said, if you do this too much, it's going to kill you. Hmm. It's going to sap your energy, you'll get sick and die. And then he did, he died young from that. He couldn't stop it. The angel told him he should stop doing it, not do it so much. And he couldn't help it. He got so off on it so much. He was so hooked on it. Finally, you know, it killed him. And the same happened to Jane Roberts, who channeled Seth, another Oh, Seth. I, read the, I remember those books. Yeah, those are, those books, books are interesting. Yeah. But she just did it too much, and she, she, was, she was not very strong. She wasn't a strong I guess person. I shouldn't ask it for, like, telekinesis, telekinetic powers like I was going to. I don't know if John can, comes in and I'm just levitating off the bed. It can't. I don't think those kind of spirits that you contact with a pendulum can't give you telekinetic powers. You know, they can tell you certain things, but they can't give you power like that. I, I went through that with it too. You know, and I felt like a fool afterward after I realized that it was just taking me for a ride to some degree but you had a very interesting i mean you were at this for years so you found out about this spirit that said it lived during a certain time in history which then you later verified a lot of what it was telling you that it's you told me know. stuff about indonesian history that i looked in the britannica yeah it was wow it was lined up with what this this spirit being was telling me which i had no knowledge of before and that it had been alive during this period and i looked up that the history of that Indonesia in that period, yeah, it was lined up. And, but it wasn't years, it was a few months. It was about maybe a, at most maybe four or five months I went through, kind of had an arc with it, you know, or I got really deep into it and then kind of tapered off when it turned out to be unreliable. And then I asked it finally, you know, does it know the difference between truth and a lie? And it said no. <laughs> doesn't know what the truth is. It only kind of knows about itself, but then you know, it just kind of tells you what you what pleases you to keep your energy there with it. And I asked if it was happy where it was now. It said yes. Hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Happy. Hmm. 
It's the thing, like, words like, like happy, happy are loaded words. Yeah, I mean, know? I don't know. Maybe it's happy because it's like in hell, happy burning and killing, torture. Because <laughs> where it is right now is talking to you. Yeah. So it's happy talking to you. That might be all it means. Yeah. It's happy right at that moment. It might not know anything but the moment it's in. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's a tricky question like that. You know? John's making fun of me for being polite when I talk to him. Well, I was like that what too. What do you want me to do? He's like, what's up? I was Yo, like that. Bitch, I was so thrilled to, to be talking to this spirit. Me and too. I'm like super polite. I'm like bowing to it. Thank you for talking to me. Me too. Because it doesn't have to. Well, it John maybe. just wants to bring out that thing and be like, what's up? No, 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 no. But I, I just think that, of course, I, I don't claim to know what this stuff is. I experienced it and I, I felt something moving the pendulum. So I, not. not only, you know, like let's say like for some you know, reason that pendulum, you know, can absorb uh, the electricity from your hand in, in a certain way to make it move on its own. And, you know, that's certainly possible. But I felt something moving it, stopping it from moving, changing its direction. So I, I can't explain that other right. than, so, you know, something yeah. was, was doing what it. Did you, you asked if it was the same spirit that talked to Robert. No, I guess what it, I guess what it really gets down to is that uh, is fascinated and interested in stuff like that as I am, also from some ex- very dark experiences I had growing up. I don't think that that's stuff you should play with. I, I think that you know. What about people that have ESP? You think it's just ignore it? No, can't. A gift. If you if you have a of gift like not. that, so if. Everyone have I, to use it. You have to explore. But yeah. ESP has you don't nothing to, to do with like this other... pendulum. Those are completely unrelated things. How do you yeah. know? If you have some kind of psychic power that's that it chooses you to speak yeah, to. It's not entirely know? unrelated, but if you're a person that, that ESP experiences impose themselves on you because there's something in your mind that's like some quirk in your mind that picks up on other people's thoughts. I remember I talked to that guy in Scotland, the Highland Seer, in 1985, and I asked him about... You know, when he first realized he had this, he said, when I was 11, and it f- said for a long time, it, it was like, I didn't want to, I was trying to deny this, I, oh no, I don't. I didn't want to know all these things he was seeing and coming from pe- other people's consciousness, he didn't, it was distressing to him. And he said he finally realized the, all the way that he had to deal with, to keep from becoming an alcoholic and fucking up his life completely, was he had to tell people, had to share it, it's the only way that that he was able to live with it was to share it. And so he just shared it openly with everybody that wanted to share it with him that without charging money or anything, he would, he would tell you what he saw in your mind, what thoughts he saw. And it was quite amazing. He was quite powerful. That would be the worst psychic. power ever to read people's minds. Who wants well, to do that? that? Yeah, it could be terrible. Yeah, he said he, when he's 11 right years now, old. Right now, who knows what you guys are thinking about me I'd run out of the room screaming. You've got a pretty good idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you walk into somewhere and you could read everyone's thoughts? Yeah, that would be torture. But, uh, I don't think it works exactly like that, but but like yeah, I, I mean, you, you have some kind of ESP, I think. Um, no, you know, everyone well, has there's degrees of power country. with that. There's degrees of it. I told you about this this woman I knew that did tarot card readings, and and she had a, a with through the the vehicle of these cards, she actually could like kind of read. Even future events, you will. This will happen to you. And it, she predicted this very specific thing that was going to happen to me, and it happened. And when she told to me, I kind of yeah, yeah, okay. And I just kind of forgot about it until it happened. And I realized, oh my god, that like ridiculous person with these tarot cards predicted that exact mm. thing. 
And it happened exactly the sequence she predicted with the cards. This, yeah. you will get a letter from a woman, and it's good. Yeah, it all happened exactly. She said, <laughs> a few weeks later. I know a lot of people so, that read cool. those tarot cards. I would never have thought specific. that woman had any yeah. power like that, you know. And, it, yeah. and she had to, have to use this vehicle. She had to have the cards. And I, and I remember after she did that, and after it, the thing came true, I would, when Sophie was a little, this was when Sophie was like ten years old. I said, Sophie, let's do a card reading. So I just took a regular pack of, of playing cards, conventional playing cards, and laid them out the way that the woman did with the tarot cards. And I looked at these cards. There's like some some jacks and queens and some number cards in it. I looked at, wow, I can actually read this about Sophie. I can read this thing about her through these cards. There's something to it, you know. You see the hints and clues about someone's life just from these stupid cards. It's so weird. It's it's very things like that are so strange that yeah. you just as with the pendulum, you know what the hell. My sister read tarot cards. A lot of people I know do. Oh yeah. Some some people give readings that are really really on point. We just don't know about those things. And then there's all yeah. kinds of charlatans and jive ass mind yeah. fuckers around who will pretend or maybe have even have a little gift, but then like try and, and promulgate that into some big deal and impress the hell out of the world with like it the spoon bender <laughs> turn into some jive bullshit and you can't even distinguish how much of it is authentic and how much of it is jive you, you know and with a lot of those people you just don't know yeah. people that do psychic readings or spiritist spiritualists and stuff like that you just, you just don't know no you have no idea and, and most of the people doing that stuff are probably jive and well, the ones that are promoting themselves as doing it and take money for you to really be careful about yeah of course <laughs> you gotta to make really a living <laughs> I'm not gay but 20 bucks is 20 bucks it's the t-shirt I'm gonna get for John <laughs> well you know well like I read an article recently about these uh psychic readers that on the streets in like New York have the yeah, signs yeah. out there there was a big scandal about them just taking these people for all their money they're terrible they're just so like they try to pull you in there and they're just like eh, it's all yeah I mean those are clearly people trying to tell you what you want to hear for monetary gain or whatever you know scare you or tell you what you want to hear or whatever because that's the way people are they might have a little talent a little gift for something they just then it's you know expand on that a little bit in, in a dishonest way and you can make a bundle I just think you know communicating with this whatever this you know call it a spirit world whatever it is bottom line is we don't know anything about it Including you. Including me, So you're acting like an expert. I, I'm not acting like an expert. I'm just... Yeah, you told me I did it all wrong, making sense. You've never done it. <laughs> you had an experience when you were younger that was you know, negative. <laughs> just your whole attitude is a type of person that would get sucked into something bad. I'm just telling That's you, I've true. read a lot about it. I've experienced I've read a lot about some it things. Okay. So... Well, you want to do it right now and just forget about the show? Because that's all I want to do for the rest of my life. Well, there's that. There's well, the waste I, I of time I must confess that when I did it, I was really into it for a while. And after it was over, I was kind of embarrassed because <laughs> I got so carried away with it. And it, and other a lot of people around me thought I was really had like gone been, you know, <laughs> off the deep end and was like... The cynics I know, you know, they just, just were just shaking their heads that I had been, you know, suckered in by this stupid pendulum. But, but I just want to make it clear, I'm not a cynic, I'm the opposite. I just think that, like, the best you can hope right, for is wasting your time and energy. Mm-hmm. And that there, but then there's another worse scenario that you can actually help these, 
you know, very negative, say, spirits, you know, get into your life somehow. Or maybe you can help them space. be at and peace. Maybe they're still in purgatory and you can help them rest. Well, that okay, one that well, I if you want to make your is... life mission to try to help spirits in the afterworld find peace, fine. Go with God. Yeah. You know, d- do it. Go ahead. See how it goes. Maybe it'll go great. I don't know. That's all I'm saying is I don't know. But I do know from personal experience, I've seen some things that I don't want to mess with. Like when, when, I, when I did that pendulum, I was very curious just to see what it would be like. And I, as I told you guys, I was hoping it wouldn't move. <laughs> I didn't want it to move. And as soon as it started moving, I had that like... You know, 30-second feeling of exhilaration. Ooh. It was like, wow, this is really cool. This is really happening. And then when I started thinking about it, I said, this is not what I want to do. Because I've seen, you know, as they say, I've been tormented by dark shadows. And, now you uh, had sleep things happen. Uh, but whatever that was, I, I, I'm so not interested in... So don't do it. In... Who's forcing you to do it? You brought it up. No one. But I'm just, I can't you help but... You've got to bring me down, man. Harsh my mellow. Well, I'm sorry. Me and my pendulum you know, I, I can't help but put my two cents in and say... It's interesting that... I don't do it with John. When I was at the peak of that pendulum thing where I was really deep into it every day, doing it every day and really talking to the spirit for a long time, I was in San Francisco and I stumbled into this. There was like a... a Freemason. A, a day where the, all these psychics got together and had a... A, a storefront on Market Street or someplace, psychic readings, like two, up, two bucks or something like that. And so I went in there. <laughs> I sat down with the psychics. Yeah, come on, sit down. Yeah. And I, I started talking to him about this pendulum spirit and everything. And he said, hmm. And he, he said, this is going to end, within a month, this is going to end for you. And I thought, wow. That, you know, really? Oh, okay. And he was right. Turned out to be right. Because it was within a few weeks of that that they told me I was chopped liver. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, it's over. I, I asked yes last night if you were chopped liver. <laughs> <laughs> what did it say? Yes? Uh, no, I, I think it was like an I don't know. Because when I asked, am I chopped liver? It said yes. And I asked it over and over, repeatedly and it always said yes. <laughs> Mine <laughs> says yes a lot more than it so says that, no. That, was, that, very that was the end of it for me. But, and also when I did this experiment, let's see how much my emotions are influencing this. And I said, I ordered it to go swirl around clockwise, and it did, as I showed, demonstrated to you. Then yeah, I, I saw that. Order it to stop and then go around counterclockwise, and it did. So maybe I could it's actually just order you. it. Yeah. So how much of it is you, and how much of it is the spirit? Is really hard to separate. You know, you have to become a real pro with it to really pull your ego back from it, and just to see what pure spirit could come through is to be really. And also, just and it might not be how like much that. the spirit wants to please you, you know. Like yeah, you said. that's right. You know, just to, to keep sh- you there. Yeah, so to keep you there. So your ego, you, to pull back your ego, the spirit might get bored with you if your ego's not involved. We don't know. It might it might need you have your ego involved to keep it energized? We don't Maybe know. it's just lonely. Well, like like you said about purgatory, or it's I mean, that stuck thing, here. the spirit that was I was talking to, if it, if whatever it was, really seemed to be in purgatory for what it had it had done terrible things in its life, in its human life, terrible things, human sacrifice and everything. Back there in Indonesia, in you know 1000 A.D., it had done some pretty awful stuff and seemed to be in some kind of trapped in some place. Some spirit world. Some Mine seems benign. For all I know, it's the puppet guy they're celebrating out there. Didn't he die last night? Maybe it was a new spirit. 
Well, yeah. yeah. It's I, lingering around. Well, let's go back to the spooky world of Ethiopia. Yeah. <laughs> this, I'll play another Ethiopian record. Okay. What, what did I do with that Ethiopian record? It's right there. It, it levitated across the room. <laughs> that right. If that started swinging and it just like fell in. This is Abenish Gabre Mariam and Quiet. I've been reading about psychic abilities and psychic powers since I was a kid. Since before you were born, even though you're older than me, that's how psychic I am. <laughs> That's a dub. Might be. Huh. It was so really the good. There, it sounded like it was like a little bit weird surface difference. Oh yeah, yeah. Huh. I didn't notice it, but. 
Okay, this is Tezasu Adma and Lako Abibi. That was really nice, man. That was heavy. Yeah. That sounded like slightly closer to like some North African stuff I've heard, but still something completely its own. Yeah, because it doesn't have that Arab thing, you know, it's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
doubt it at all don't uh, mess with those spirits they're out to get you john kind of don't steal your soul kind of sound like you said your name and you, you did when you die that's the end well you know the pendulum's probably just uh nothing more than a you know so nice, time suck nice spirits and so it's a time suck i could either play with a ghost or go on facebook <laughs> well this is true i mean but I just think we don't know enough about what is on the other so end of that. there's only one way to find out. Yeah, I'll just pay for the exorcist one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> are your complaints about what you have to pay for are like weirder and weirder? <laughs> <laughs> First, I'll pay for this filler in your face, and I'll pay for this fine, we'll get the exorcist, whatever you want. <laughs> okay, this is a Swahili female song, it says. It's by Hadija Binti Abdullah. All right.
explain this music to a young teenage girl I met on a Greyhound bus who was going to a rock concert. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you're trying to convince her to listen to Ethiopian music as opposed to rock? I was like, I was evangelizing. I said, you know, I have these records where the, obviously this music is about something. I mean, it's, it's so deeply a part of these people's lives that it's about something besides just, you know, getting fucked up and... and and entertainment. What concert else. was she going to? I some stupid rock concert on the. She was on the bus. She just like was all gaga about going to this rock concert. It irritated me so much. <laughs> <laughs> she was like twelve. <laughs> she was like sixteen or seventeen, and you know, as that she was all talkative about it at first, but as as I ranted and raved, she got real quiet. <laughs> she wanted me to go away. Obviously, I thought you were a crazy old man. Stuck sitting next to this raving lunatic. <laughs> She's like trying to change her seat. Well, it's interesting. We, I mean, we don't know what they're saying on there. Like, p- part of me thinks it's like, you know, the deepest, like, you know, spiritual kind of stuff. And then another part of me thinks it's like, you know, what are you doing home from work? I've been watching Lifetime all day. Where's my dinner, bitch? Where's my dinner, bitch? I get your dinner. Yeah. Shut your mouth. Well, you kind of like my everyday life, you know. In the yeah, you're watching those Lifetime movies. I'm working my ass off to support it. <laughs> in the <laughs> opportunities to get to actually find it where somebody's actually translated the lyrics of this kind of stuff into English, it's often about like heartbreak and lost love and stuff. Yeah, very yeah. Often. yeah. It's also yeah. very. A, a lot of it is sexual, and a lot of times the, the women. Well, like in those Indian records where the women are often like just talking about the man's love powers. It's probably just covers of like Rolling Stones and like the Who. No, <laughs> it's not. It's not even covers of Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin. It's something else. It's it's yeah. from an entirely different world. But yeah, I <clears throat> I remember that when I asked that Indian guy. Uh, <coughs> Suresh Shanvankar to what that song was about that I put in the Hot Women CD from Miss Miss Neelambai that sounds kind of like a screaming village savage music to me and he said oh she's a courtesan and she's she's singing the praises of the man's sexual prowess (laughs) he said she probably had a job it's possible that the wealthy patron who got her recorded was the guy that she had to like go sit behind the curtain and sing his the praises of his sexual prowess while he's you know, uh, making love to some prostitute or something. <laughs> so that was typical of that thing. That was kind of surprised me because it sounded like this to me. It sounded crazy, deep, weird, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, here's, here's a whole bunch of records on the Africa Vox label. Mm. These are all field recordings done by some French people. They're all good. It's really interesting. These are... <clears throat> From various countries. There's one from Guinea. There's one from Cameroon. There's another one. Cameroon was a French colony. Gabon was another French colony. Senegal, another French colony. I guess they're My all friend lives Niger, in Sudan. Why'd your friend what? She lives in Senegal. You have a friend that lives in Senegal? Yeah. Can she get us any records? Right. Can she get us some? Probably could, right? Is she uh, Senegalese or is she a, an Amer- her husband a white is, person from America? She's white. Her husband is from there. Mm-hmm. 
You said that was uh, had some kind of jug or something in it. Yeah, kind of a jug band. Jug record. band. Yeah, <laughs> my God, and like I mean, that was kind of like you think that was their interpretation of like American jazz or something. Like I don't know where that came from. This is the the Point Docks String Combo on the Chaka label. Is this like South African? Do you know? Um, I believe I have it written down on my copy at home, but I don't know off the top of my head. I I just got the information from the person I got the record from who lives in South Africa. So some kind of South, somewhere in South Africa, but I'll try to get that information for the website. And the tune is called Izintabeni. But both sides of this are great. Both (laughs) sides are worth listening to, actually. They must have got that from a cool guy. Thank you. 
Oh, that was good. That was sick. I like that so much, I want to hear the other side. Yeah, let's do it. The other side's also great. Just as good. <laughs> next one here is a very pretty guitar solo Masanga by John Bosco Moenda do we know where he's from? Uh, he's from the Congo I believe Okay. on the label it says Swahili uh, uh. but Swahili is a, a, a kind of a cover language for a whole broad swath of Africa so yeah so I believe it, he's from the Congo I'll look it up but Okay. Huh. Top of my head is Oh, it says me. Congo right here. <laughs> oh, does it? Okay. You wrote it on the label. <laughs> I mean, on, the, on the sleeve. Okay.
it's heavy duty. Let's play Jerry's Jivers. Okay, cool. Do you have this? Yeah, I do. You do? These guys are crazy. I think they're on some weird drug with Wunga or something. <laughs> weird, crazy African shit. <laughs> listen to that with expectations related to American jazz or European no, no. jazz or something else entirely. You know, they're using saxophones and banjos and stuff. It's that almost reminded me more of like the, you know, Martinique Stelios. It is a little bit Caribbean, music. sounds a little yeah. bit like some of that, even West Indian, like Sam yeah. Manning band and stuff. But Yeah, but it's also its own thing, you know. It's, it's it much more primitive and raw. It is, yeah. And at first, I think a lot of people would just dismiss it as, as crude. You know, kind of like the music, way people yeah. would dismiss Peg Leg Howell if they were into yeah. Eddie Anthony. He's a little out of tune, you know. Yeah, he's yeah, out yeah. of tune. But that's he's all the charm. Flat. That's all the charm. Well, to it's it, just you know. 
And it's not about being exactly precisely in tune. Yeah, whoever came up with that concept anyways. You well, know. you can understand in some music, it, it, if it's out of tune, yeah, it makes it disturbing, like, you know, stuff that's more precise and classical, but, you know, for something like this... It's, this is just party music. You know, and it's just a rhythmic music. thing. These guys are just kind of like bouncing off this rhythm in this way that's real simple and... and yeah. <laughs> something else it's about something else and there's something about that the, that horn playing too like at first it sounds like rudimentary Crude. almost then you realize like guy's got a beautiful tone and he's just playing beautiful melody and real simple but just straight to the point like cuts out all the bullshit you know it's just oh yeah totally yeah <laughs> Jerry's Jivers yeah and do we know where they're from we have any idea I think I, I have that down as South African, but hmm. I don't know if that's really based on anything other than, huh. you know, that label. And it's, a, it's all a guess. Can't even tell when this is from. I don't even. Yeah. 40s. I don't know. 30s, 50s. The recording sounds a little does, older, but, but who knows? Who knows? Record, field recording. Who knows? Yeah. Okay, this last one. This is one of these uh, field recordings by Hugh Tracy. Yeah. Does it say that on the label? It says Conductor H.T. Tracy. Ah. And the performers are Moduma, Zakawa, and Shigogo. Okay. And the name of the tune is Magande. And I think this is from the 30s. And this is like thumb piano? That sounds like thumb pianos and some people like doing some kind of chanting. Okay. Thank you. 
know any better. I think you're trying to put me in a trance so you can try to take all my records from me. Put you in a trance, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so I completely control your mind and implant suggestions. And when you get home, you won't even realize you'll be putting these records in boxes and sending them out with that. And you won't even know why you're doing it. I believe it. I believe it. That music could hypnotize you into doing it. You did hypnotized. You don't even know it. You're in. You're, the program is already embedded into your subconscious mind. Yeah, but the best part is, is I won't remember any of it. I won't even remember the records ever being there. Probably. That's right. So I no. won't miss them. As soon as they're gone, you will forget you ever had them. As long as I don't miss them. Right. It's the missing that I can't stand. Well, I read a thing recently that humans suffer more from a sense of loss then they do actually enjoy gain. I believe that. They get I more totally obsessed with loss than, than the pleasure they get I think every 78 collector can, you know, absolutely yeah. assert yeah. that that's 100% sure. A collector friend of mine that 25 years ago sold me a Jaybird Coleman Jeanette. He just keeps bringing it up all the time. Gee, I, I don't know if I should have kept that Jeanette of Jaybird Coleman. I, just keeps you can't forget it can't let it go needed money sold it to me like 25 years ago gotta let it go man i'm not sending it back hate to oh, tell no. him <laughs> what's yours is yours rightfully so but you know, that sense of loss i can tell in his mind just the one that you know that got away that can i ask 25 years ago what a jaybird coleman jeanette went for probably 500 bucks or something crazy 25 years ago Probably even less. Right? Oh, way less, yeah. Oh. Jaybird Coleman Jeanette, 75. Wow. What was I doing? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I ended up, actually, I don't have it anymore. I, I traded, traded it for another record. What did you get for it? I got an E-plus copy of Blues in the Bottle by, what's his name? Prince, Prince Albert, Albert Hunt. Hunt. Well, as Don Kent would say... If you remember what you got, it's a good trade. <laughs> if you only remember That's right. what you lost, it's probably it's a, right. bad, it's a trade. bad trade, right? I was happy with it. I'm happy with having Blues in the Bottle. That's a tough one. Oh my God, are you kidding me? That's one of the greatest records ever recorded. I agree. From what I remember, yours is in pretty good shape. It too. is. It's E plus. E plus. Yes, indeed. E plus. I just want to say that again. <laughs> e plus. Would it be wrong to end the African show with blues in the bottle? Yes, it would. That's right. not good. All right. Well, thank you for taking us down this journey. My pleasure. A, a land and time that we really can't comprehend, but now we are a little closer to comprehending it after. Uh, well, you know, no man is an island, and yeah. you know it's it's a pleasure to to be able to share something that you're enthusiastic about with other people, and so you know I think, gee, what can I? What can I wow him with? And then I'm also enjoying it at the same time, enjoying listening to it again. You know, I, I would probably not have listened to this, this crazy record that we just heard, yeah, for a long time if I hadn't on. trying to think of something to, you know, to wow the listeners with. Well, I'm glad you enjoy it as much as I do, and I know our listeners do. Sometimes I, you know, I feel so. like I'm just torturing you, making you. Not you know, at all. No, yeah. no, I enjoy this. Oh, that's this good. is easy. It's easy playing records, talking. What could? What's? What's the big deal? 
No, no. I, well, I guess it's just my Irish Catholic guilt that if I enjoy it this much, someone else must be suffering. You know, you must feel bad about your enjoyment. <laughs> you know, well, something's just bred into you. Me. Know, if it was some like high-powered professionals from some, you know, radio network, NPR, or something, and they, they are, you're trying to like get this thing across to them about what's interesting about this, and you can see that they're like. They're also trying really hard, but they're not really getting it. That's you know, that's hard work. That's yeah. that takes a lot of out of you. And when, when it's over, you just feel kind of exhausted and shocked and defeated. Like, what? <laughs> and defeated. Well, maybe maybe just like ah, boy, this this is uphill. It's all just uphill all the way with these people. Yeah. But with this, you know, since you're into it and you know, I'm into it. And as for the listeners out there, maybe some of them will like it. I don't care. You know. Just, yeah, that's the way I feel about it too. But I know people do because I get some feedback on yeah. it. So. And, yeah, you might yeah, I think we turn a lot of people onto stuff, and I'm sure everything's not for everybody. But you know, it's free, and you have the right to turn yeah. it off. And and, and now they're going to be out there competing for the records. <laughs> well, you know, with these African records, like in the market, like they just barely even turn up. Right. My sources, uh, you know. Don't even talk about. Don't even give them any clues. Yeah, what was I thinking? I just make mistake after mistake after mistake. It's like I really? never learn. That's right. You got diarrhea of the mouth. Come on. Let me explain to you people something. All the records are mine. Send me the records. Look into the pendulum. Send me the records. And I should say good good night to everyone from uh, my. Lovely wife, Eden Brower, who I guess decided it was more exciting to go out to the Plas with all the drunk, crazy she says people. She once again vanished completely from sight. She, I, she wanted to go where the action is, and it's not happening in here well, for her. For Well, for me, it's certainly happening here. For me, too. <laughs> you couldn't pay me to go out there in that Plas right now. What's going on out there in the plot? There's some kind of sh- nonsense going on in the village here. Yeah. Some kind of fete where there's some kind of lame-ass music and crap. People milling around and, you know, you go out there Getting and drunk. Mill around with them. stupid. And, uh... As Aileen said about when she went out there with Eden before, and Aileen came back, and I said, where's Eden? And she said, oh, she just got lost in the crowd. Yeah. And perhaps that's what she likes to do in this life, get lost in the crowd. Yeah, I think that's true. Well, on that note, let's shut it down, then. Yeah, see you Until next, next time. time. And as for the audience, so long for a while. We love that's you. That's all the songs for a while. We love you. We love your audience. Thanks for tuning in to John's old-time radio show. Ooh, that was nice. Please join us next time, where John will chastise you, call you stupid, and say fuck off. Thank you, and good night. Well, I'm, great. I'm great. I'm going to use that in every show. Every show is going to end That's with that from now on. That's a career she could have had.